Welcome back to the Balance Bully Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Renthigpen. Always thrilled to be back in the space with you today. Listen, we get a lot of questions on this particular topic that this beautiful, potent human is coming here to slay today. So for all of you who are in a couple, you are partnered with your forever lover, as I lovingly call your soul's half, the other person that's in your life, and you also happen to either want to work with them or you already work with them, tune in extra Tell the kids to sit down, give them a reading notebook, preferably a Cannoli's Exploded book. We'll get to that in a second. And make sure your headphones is in because we are going all the way in for this conversation. I want to welcome Julia Barbara. She is a homeschooling mom of six, count them, S-I-X, children, a wife, certified life and marriage coach, and an author. Where she gets the time to do all these? I don't know. We're just going to have to find out in a few seconds. She is an integral part of the behind-the-scenes operation of her husband Gino's business ventures, including Jake and Gino and the Rand family of companies. Julia, welcome to the BBP. How are you today? I am amazing. I am so excited for this podcast, Nikita. Seriously, this is going to be so much fun. (laughs) We are are going to have a really good time. So I like legit get all these questions because my husband and I work together too in a very different way. He's a shareholder. He works on the business, not in the business, you know, all that stuff. And you and Gino work together across multiple layers of your businesses, shall I say. I would love to know more about what you were smoking when you decided to do that and <laughs> with six children. And how is that going for you? <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a very large question. <laughs> and it's so true. I, I you know when I met my husband, he actually bought the restaurant I worked at back nice. in a long time ago. I'm gonna say we've been married for twenty five years, so it's quite a long time ago. But mm-hmm. I his family worked together. His father and him and his mom and his brother bought the restaurant together and I loved the fact that the family worked together. There was mm-hmm. something so beautiful about it. You know, of course they had their issues, of course they had their problems, but it was just amazing. And I didn't even know I wanted it. I just I liked it. I loved it. And so we had gotten married, um, and over the years, we had obviously six children. So that's uh, work, full-time work on it itself. But little by little, you know, with the restaurant, I would help them out because I just loved that family atmosphere that, you yeah. know, they were all together and we were working together. And then once he decided to, about seven, eight years ago, he decided to leave the restaurant mm-hmm. and go into real estate. And I remember thinking, I, I don't know anything about real estate. I honestly don't know anything about it. It's not interesting to me. I'm like, I, I'm like all right, I, of course I support you. Of course of I can course. do anything I can. But I was a little depressed, to be honest, because I knew the restaurant business. I loved it. I loved all the customers that would come in. They were family. I mean, a lot of them came to our wedding. That's how close we were, the customers. And it was a little depressing for a while. And mm-hmm. we, you know, and so I'm like, I was kind of like, where do I fit in? Where do I belong? And it took me to realize that we as a couple are working together no matter what, whether I know the real estate, real estate world or not, just sometimes just supporting him and giving him the space to learn what he needs to learn. And, you know, and allowing that, I'm not going to say freedom, but that time to say, okay, you would come home from the restaurant exhausted. Now he's trying to work on real estate mm-hmm. and just say, I got the kids again. I, you know, I, I got this part. I know it's going to be temporary. Um, but it's just that kind of that space to say, you need to learn what you need to learn. 
and I'm going to take care of the other side of it, which is the house and the family, right? Yeah. And and so that's kind of where it began because a lot of times people are like, I'm not interested in what my husband is doing. I'm like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so over the years of him doing real estate and then partnering with Jake and starting the Jake and Gino community, which is a, like an educational platform on how to buy multifamily apartments. Again, I, this is crazy and people think this is crazy. I actually don't know anything about real estate, which is which is funny, but I do know the behind the scenes. I do know yeah. what happens in the families. I do know what happens in the spout with the spouses or with the children or the support needed or the encouragement or just even like we were talking about life life coaching earlier. Mm-hmm. All of that is all part of it because when you have a successful business and you come home and life is a little uncertain and it's a little messy at home, it's going to affect your business. That's right. And so my husband and I, where we work together is to balance that part of it. Yeah. No, I love it. Um, and thank you for clarifying it. You didn't have to smoke anything to make this decision. <laughs> Although you were inhaling a lot of good, you know, fumes uh, from the restaurant kitchen. The Italian which is good, food. Right? 100%. That's why I fell in love with my husband. You know? <laughs> See? It was, it was the rope-a-dope. He got you. He Absolutely. got you early. <laughs> but I love it. I mean, in 25 plus years, assuming, mm-hmm. you know, there was a courting yeah. period and all of that, mm-hmm. you've learned enough about each other's triggers You've learned enough about each other's gifts and how you could fill in the gap for each other, which I think is a huge part of what a healthy relationship period, you know, could be marriage. It could be the way you partner with your siblings. It could be how you have friendships, right? Like when you find that space that works for you to help fill someone's gap, it doesn't mean that you need them in that way, but you want to support them and lean into that is a Mm -hmm. huge, it's a gift that mm-hmm. I think both people receive something from. And the fact that you were able to catch that early, even when you didn't want to necessarily make that transition into real estate. I mean, that's a, those are two different worlds. Like I could hear the, the higher level, like business strategist saying like, well, you know, restaurants is about good location, right? Like I, I hear the behind the scenes mm-hmm. kind of sinking of it, which I'm sure you've been in the, the backroom boardroom conversations of, but it, the nitty gritty of both of those industries are very, very different. And so mm-hmm. when you're aligned with one and you're comfortable, I'll use that word, you're comfortable with it. And then your forever lover is like, yeah, babe, so I'm about to stretch us into a new version of a world where neither one of us have existed before, but we're going to go in heavy and make it incredible for our legacy. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's huge. And it's scary at the same Mm -hmm. time. And leaning into something so scary when you, did you already have children when that changed? Oh yeah. We had, we had, uh, we had six kids. You already had all six at the (laughs) time. Oh, yeah. And when you say the fear, when you say scary, oh, uncertain, all of that, all of that, 100%. Yeah. What did you do when when those things were coming up for you? And there was like the pillow talk moment that Mm. it's not about the nuances of the business and, you know, why these metrics are good and why this can work and why why they happen. You're like, yeah, yeah, babe, you're great. I know that we'll be great at whatever we touch. I get it Mm. because I support you. But here's this other side, you know, mm-hmm. these pillow talk moments where you're like, look, dude, for real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how, how did those moments go for you when you had to step into your power as his partner and really voice not only your concern, but your apprehension about what your role would now be because you were so unfamiliar with that? 
Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting because our relationship, when I look back at it, it was very different. Like our mm-hmm. communication was was really bad. I'm going to okay. be honest. It, it was really bad. And it, it's fair until my, my husband went to life coach school, which was, I mean, I think we had, I think we were just having our sixth child and, and he went to the listening course, I guess. And he came home and he's just listening. He asked me a question and literally listened to me. And I thought something was wrong. That's how, that's how interesting <laughs> it was. So I'm like, wow, I don't think he's actually ever listened in, a, in that sense of, mm-hmm. you know, I, that sounds really, really bad, but it's very common. A lot it of is. us were never taught how to listen to a person. We were never taught how to communicate and we didn't either. We didn't know it. And so looking back, I mean, I messed up quite often, obviously. I mean, he did too. But when I look back at myself, I didn't really communicate a lot of my fears and my worries and my concerns and all those uncertainties. You know, I remember he came home from the restaurant this one night and when he was just, I mean, it's a lot. Restaurant work is is exhausting. It's long hours, you know, holidays, weekends, whatever. And this is up in New York. So it was freezing cold in the kitchen, which, mm. you know, over the years was getting to him and he was exhausted. He came home and I watched, I'm really good at watching people like observing them and noticing yeah. patterns. And, and I could see in him that, and I didn't communicate with him, but I could see it for, for quite a long time. I mean, it was over a year where I noticed he just was burnt out, but that's all we knew. And that yeah. was comfortable. Even though it was comfortable, it was uncomfortable. Right. If that makes sense. It does. And so a lot of us don't do anything because it's just familiar. Yeah. And so to think outside the box is crazy. And when he came home and he's like, you know, what if we sell the restaurant? We move to Florida and I'll do real estate. And in my head, I'm like, so you want me to leave everything I know, everyone I know, all my familiar friends, family, just doctors, everything, mm-hmm. you know, from the, everything around us, our community. And I know this is crazy, but I said, okay, let's go. You yeah. need that. And I supported him. When I look at it now, uh, it was a bold move on my part because it, I think it's that trust, yes. that trust of I'm watching him put in the work. I'm watching him learn something new. You know, he wasn't coming home and, you know, watching football and stuff like that. He wasn't wasting time. He mm-hmm. literally was actively trying to find what the next step was. We didn't know what that was, yeah. but I think it's the trust level on both ends. He trusted me to take care of what he couldn't at the time. And I trusted him what I actually couldn't take care of, which was, you know, the business where, where, where that would lead us. And I think a lot of times, um, I can just speak for the wives for myself is that we, we kind of, we kind of don't trust our husband to take mm-hmm. that next step. And mm-hmm. we really do hold them back in a sense, which is holding both of us back, which is Absolutely. holding our whole family back. And just sometimes it's nice to just say, I don't know what's going to happen. I have absolutely no idea, but I'm going to trust that it's going to work out. And if it doesn't, we're going to move in with your mother. <laughs> That's what I told him. I said, that was that my part. backup. Worst case scenario, we moved to Florida. We have six children. There's eight of us to take care of. If it doesn't work, we got to come back to New York and move in with your mom. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a joke, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I did know he was going to do anything he could to avoid that, which mm-hmm. we love. I love his mother. I do. I, we get along very, very well, but I knew that it would be a difficult, you know, it'd be a little bit difficult, Yeah. but it was, it's that trust and that encouragement. And yes, it's okay to be scared. It's, yeah, it's okay to be uncertain. You know, we have a lot of faith in God and mm-hmm. I just, I, that was my thought. I said, God, if you really want us to, I know it will work out. I know it'll be hard. I know it'll be a struggle. We don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know what the future looks like, but you do. So I just kind of left it. And I said, I'm going to do what I can. 
And it's been amazing. I mean, our, I have to say, since that happened, our relationship has gotten incredible. I mean, it's incredible at this point. And I think it's that trust that maybe we weren't sure of that uncertainty. And I just said, whatever happens, I'm here to support. I'm here, I'm here to help. I, I think this. that really helped us. Yeah, it, it did. I'm I'm listening to you, and I love it for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. Your story is powerful and it's potent, right? Like it's not just a fluffy, you know. Yeah, we just said <laughs> we're going to wake up and change our entire careers, our lives, <laughs> our family, detach from all of our security bases, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people, places, and things, all of it. Especially when you're coming from New York. So mm-hmm. I'm from Philadelphia, so I get mm-hmm. that. That's a whole different, <laughs> right? just personality that shows up in a different um, sphere of the world, even if it is all in the United States. And for you to lean into your faith, Mm. it's such an important, and I know I, cause we, we get a lot of like emails and DMS and things about it. People don't understand how important it is to lean into trusting something bigger Mm -hmm. than you, you know, regardless of what you want to call it. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I say very proudly, Jesus Christ, Lord, Savior. Mm -hmm. A lot of people be like, Nikita, I'm not rocking with you and your Jesus. And I say, it's okay. Rock with me. You'll see. Like, you know, and we'll, you know, we'll go from there and, you know, so, so on and so forth. But when you can lean into just trusting that Mm -hmm. there is a greater possibility that everything doesn't have to be dire. The smart mm-hmm. analytical part of you was like, all right, plan F that I don't want to have to get to. And I don't mean F for failure. I just mean, mm-hmm. you know, we went through B, C, D, E before we got there. We're going to be with your mama and you're going to have to listen to, I love her, but we're going to be fine. But now she got eight of us in there mm-hmm. and all the dynamics and you're going to be, you know, propelled backwards into when you were 15 <laughs> to deal with that. Because when you live with your parents, that's really, really hard, mm-hmm. even when you're taking care of them, for them to not see you as the 15-year-old, 17-year-old, that they get the boss around, let alone being mm-hmm. your your marriage, right? Like being your business. Ask me how I know. Okay. <laughs> like, not for real, but yeah, <laughs> like all of it, like all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but with that, you talked about something that I think is representative of what I consider true work-life balance, work-life and love specifically balance is when you admit the truth of what you really want and create boundaries so you can achieve that truth as your reality, that's what makes you in balance. No, it's not a 50-50, you know, percentage of energy that goes in. You're like, he had a really heavy day. He's doing the restaurant. He has real estate school, you know, life life coaching school, like all the, the layers of what he's doing. So he's really strained in his time, his availability let me support him this way. And you created some boundaries around the kids. Okay. Let yes, your dad do this. Come with me in the kitchen, chop these tomatoes. The other one, clean up the floor, go chase the cat, you know, whatever is going on. But that really is what balance looks like for me. It's you had truth. The truth is you were going to support your husband and you believe that God's will would be done in your life and no one would be harmed for it. Did that mean you wouldn't have storms? No. But it did mean that the greater good would be on the outside. And you trusted that. That was your truth. And his truth was, you know, real estate is going to take us to a whole thing. And we'll have greater time flexibility because of it and whatever other accolades were kind of behind that. And you helped create boundaries and he had to create his own. That's what makes you a power couple. Mm -hmm. It's really dope. Beautiful. (laughs) It's It's really dope. No, I love it. I'm just, I'm listening to you and I'm mirroring like how all of that connects for 
people who are listening, like, I can't work with that mofo. I can't do it. Like, <laughs> how am I, you know, because they can already hear, like, yes. he's going to be unavailable. He's not going to, you know, be able to carve out time for us. And you're, you were saying, I get that. It's not that I love all of those moments. There are moments when I want to snuggle and cuddle too, or for us to go on date nights and do it. But when you're in a season of Mm -hmm. battle for the next level of yourself, it requires all hands on deck and you were willing to participate in that, which is a big deal, Julia. Thank you. No, I, I appreciate, I really appreciate that. I, 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 I know that I do talk to a lot of people that they're always looking at the right now, but right now he's doing this right now. And it, and I do, I get it. I, I get it. I mean, I spent, you know, the first what, 18 years or so with little kids at home thinking, is this where, where, how am I giving back to society as I'm just literally home on the floor playing with my kids and then yeah. we homeschooled them. And, and I really, I hundred percent with you. And, and I, and I think that it's important to realize our value. And I think that's what I probably suffered with at the time too, but a lot of people in, in my situation, because they don't realize the value of motherhood, the yeah. value of the woman in the family, the value of the woman in the home. And, and it's hard sometimes because I always tell people, the kids don't come up and say, mom, you did a great job today. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Thank you. You know, a, a pay raise and all this. And as my <laughs> husband was out making money and then he was getting all the compliments and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I was having a kind of like, where do I fit into the world? Like, how am I giving back? And it literally took my, my daughter, my, our oldest daughter, to go to college and to go on a bus trip to Disney. We moved to Florida. She, she went to Flagler College, which is right down the street from us. And I'm, you know, the mom. So I'm worried. She doesn't know anybody. And she called me on the way home. She's like, mom, I'm sitting next to this kid. I said, okay. She's like, we're talking about God out of all things. I'm like, all right. She's like, he's coming back to the church. And he said, what? And I'm thinking to myself, my gosh, all those years that I sat there thinking, what is my purpose in a sense? Mm-hmm. I'm like, we're raising these little people, sending them out in the world to make a difference. And, yes. and, I, and I didn't realize it until like it literally took 18 years for that to happen. And I, like our, our, our calling as a mother, as, as a wife is so great. And a lot of times we forget that, you know, we think we have to be out in the world yelling mm-hmm. at people and speaking. Sometimes it's just the quiet and the simple of motherhood. Yeah. That makes such a difference. And now, of course, she's a missionary leading teens closer to Christ. That's what that's what her that's her her mission right now. So she's a full time missionary. So uh, I, I don't know. I guess we did, you were like, right. I did something right. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I did happen. <laughs> I don't think it was me, but <laughs> once in a while I take the credit. You know? I love it. I love that you allowed yourself to be utilized. I'm mm. careful not to say used. Right. No. Because people yeah. hear that. And all they sense is the negativity of it. Sure. And you being utilized in your gifts in that moment, which are so many, right? Like there's Mm, so many gifts that get poured into all of those babies, to your man, to Mm -hmm. the people who are righteously connected to you. Yes. And then for you to see it blossom, it -hmm. gives you a sense of knowing that all that time when you got in your head, because it's not Mm -hmm. every day, but the Mm -hmm. moments feel like they suck you into a another dimension when those moments of doubt creep in. It makes you question life, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I don't mean like, will you be here tomorrow? But just like, what was the purpose mm-hmm. of all of this? Sure. Why? Yeah. Why did I love? Why did I lean? Why did I choose? You know, all, yeah. all of it. And when you see those moments, it's almost like it pours right back into you and mm-hmm. refills all the voids that might have creeped up 
because of the doubt. And don't get me started, child. The enemy trying oh, to trying to play gosh. games. Woo, it's honey. overwhelming that doubt sometimes mm-hmm. because you know that was. I, I want to just go here for a second. One yeah. of my biggest fears in life, and I'm talking, and here I am. You know, my husband would kind of tease me. He's like, Julia, you had you literally delivered six children at home, like you homeschool, like you're like this power woman, as he called me. Mm-hmm. He's like, but you're afraid to speak in front of people. You're afraid of public speaking. I, I actually would avoid every mom's group that sat in a circle and talked because I was terrified of people. Mm -hmm. So afraid. It was so overwhelming. And I got to the point in my life, and this is, again, this is probably, what, three years ago, where I said, how am I giving back? Because my kids were a little bit older. Our youngest now is eight. And she was getting, she's our youngest. We have five daughters, one son. And our youngest daughter is like a teenager. So she's very independent. But (laughs) she got to the point where I'm like, I don't need to be the true stay-at-home mom anymore, in a right. sense, because right. I had a little bit more freedom. I got to do something else. And how am I going? How am I giving back? And life coaching was something. I, my husband became one. And I kind of made fun of him. I thought it was kind of kooky. <laughs> I couldn't tease him for it. Mm-hmm. But then I saw the results, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> so I'm like, let me look into that. Yeah, and I wanted to do marriage. <laughs> yes, I said <laughs> marriage to me was just needed because our our society is is marriage is so important in our society. And I thought that's where I want to go with, go with it. And so when I became a life coach, I thought, okay, now I have to get over my fear of people. And so what better way than to start a podcast? So my husband and I started a podcast completely terrified. And I said, God, again, I'm like, I don't know what, I know you use the word utilize, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. I actually say, I don't know how you're using me Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with it. Whatever you want, I'm just going to go with it terrified. I remember walking up to his office. Every step I took, I'm like, I cannot do this. I can't yeah. speak. I don't know what to say. I'm getting flustered and all that stuff. And I just had this, this, this on, honestly, I just had this peace about it. Even though I was telling myself I was scared, yeah. I knew God was going to use it for something good. And I just, how could I say no to that? Like, how can I say no when I knew something was going to come out of it? And, and so as we started the podcast, we started giving talks to his community, which is weird because it's a real estate, you know, they have real estate events. And here we are. What are we talking about? Marriage. We yeah. talk about marriage and relationships. And people are like, I can't believe I'm coming to this real estate conference and my marriage is, is, is better now. Like, I, he's like, it's just confusing to people. Like, where, where is this? But he goes together. If you want a successful company or in real estate or whatever, you have to have a successful marriage and a successful family. And of course, we're going to have problems. But what are we going to do with those? And how are we going to how are we going to make those problems into something good, even to get closer? Because I always do that now when my husband and I have a disagreement. My question is in my head. I don't usually say it out loud, but this is actually going to get us closer. Yeah. And that's kind of exciting, you know. So I, there's something more to it. I just, you know, so that fear of people, mm-hmm. I still get nervous. I still get scared, but I know there's a reason behind it. And I know God is paving that path for me for some reason. And I don't know. I don't know what the future looks like again, but he does. And I think it's that trust in him that I, that I have that I, of course, question because we're human, (laughs) but just keep walking, just keep taking the step. Even if you're afraid. Forward movement all day. Like you're, Mm -hmm. 
You are speaking to so many of the listeners, to the couples that I've served, for the individual humans that I've served, and you're replicating my life in so many different ways as I hear you talk. And I'm like, I still do everything scared. Like I'm, it's been almost 12 years and I still in this business standing on stages and I'm still like nervous ninny up until maybe 60 seconds in and then the energy flows different. So I, I stated as I'm excited. Yes. Because perspective, right? And yes. reappraising and reframing is so important. <laughs> like I'm telling myself I'm excited. Yes. I'm and, and, I, and truly we are, right? It like is. We're, it is. we're excited and 100%. all of the things are trying to happen at the same time. Like there's yes. the excitement that you know that you're walking in your purpose, you're walking in your will, mm-hmm. you're doing what you're supposed to do, even mm-hmm. if there's storms and tsunamis right around your head yes. from life, 100%. right? 100%. Happening. And yep. The reality is on the other side, what I think a lot of people aren't talking about is there are actual attacks that are happening simultaneously to these amazing things. So you're in warrior mode while you're trying to pour out and nurture and support and guide. It's Mm. it's an interesting dynamic when people are really honest with themselves about like Mm. where all of that vibrating energy that makes Mm. their stomach feel queasy and their hands sweat and their throat get funny and their mouth watery or dry, you know, whatever is happening. It's an, it's an interesting thing when you really look at it and what you stated mm. was really powerful. So I have to ask you when you are not being a power woman, as your husband calls you and birthing out babies, naturally homeschooling babies. Thank goodness. The young one is like, mom, I got this. I seen five <laughs> other people come before me or at least a couple of them since I've been on this earth. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. So she's aged mm-hmm. herself a good five plus more years to mm-hmm. <laughs> let you walk more freely into your gift. We are not doing all those things. How are you giving yourself permission to pause? Mm, That is such a good question because a lot of times, you know, we have these ideas. I want to do more. I want to do, you know, I have have more free time. And so therefore we have more ideas in the business world. You know, I want to give back a little bit more. I want to help more couples. And so a lot of times we we take that time and we create more work for Mm -hmm. ourselves. And so every morning, this is a newer, a new habit that I have every morning. I have my calendar and I look at it and I say, okay, what is it here that I need to give up? Maybe there's something on here that I could do away with because I also have to remember I'm still a mom, I'm still a wife. I love what I'm doing with the business, but I'm also a woman. I also have to take care of myself. And because that was always a struggle for me because I was like, if I'm taking care of myself, I'm being selfish. Mm -hmm. I should be, you know, so that was always a question that I had. Be intentionally selfish, Julia. Be selfish. This is a new thing for me. (laughs) Completely new thing. (laughs) But it takes effort for me every single day to be able to pause. It really does. And I have to be intentional about it and say it's all right. Give myself permission. I love that 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 you word it like that because... It's true. We do have to say it's okay. Give yourself a break. You know, maybe from, you know, three to four, I'll go for a walk on the beach by myself. The kids are like, can I come? I'm like, not right now. (laughs) Just give me a minute, you know, Mm -hmm. because that time, what it does is, and again, I fail at it many times. I, I, you know, maybe a couple of times a week, I'm really, okay, I got this. But what it does is it calms us down a little bit and we can actually approach being a mom better, being a wife better, being, you know, work better. And so it does benefit us. But a lot of times we do just, oh, let me just do this one thing. Because we could always find things to do. I mean, I could find things to do at every moment of the day if I want to. But it takes that effort. It's okay to give myself permission to pause. So I love that you 
that you word it that way Thank you. because it's so beneficial. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I've definitely failed at it so many times over my year. My kids are 26 and my youngest just turned 22. Um, That's awesome. And she's the the 10, 10 times me version of mm. myself, which is very interesting <laughs> to live with, right? Um, she's senior in college, all that. And when she was about somewhere between seven and a half, eight years old, she was my first come to Jesus moment, if you will, mm. yes. with um, you, when you think everything's you know, in alignment, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Like you're, you're in a, a, a burn zone, which I couldn't tell because mm-hmm. when you're in the burn zone, you're so used yeah. to the heat that you don't even mm-hmm. recognize that you are on fire. Uh, and we were sitting at the dinner table, my husband and my son to this day are hilarious humans. Um, they've done this to me multiple times when my daughter Messiah has put me on the spot and she said, you're awesome for everyone oh. else but me. And then oh, broke it down. Like, yep, you take me to dance, you do all this, you what, but you're on your phone, you're mm-hmm. you're talking to people, you're with your back in the day before laptops when we just yes. had the little galaxy pads and, mm-hmm. and all of it, or the the palm pilot. You're doing all that. You're not sitting with the other moms while I'm in rehearsal. And I'm like, I don't even like those mothers, you know, like in my mind. <laughs> not that I said that. Yes, I hear um, you. But you know, like she couldn't <laughs> see. Mm-hmm. Or from a child's eye, she couldn't see all the sacrifice that we were putting in to make these moments happen, which right. was really me, me, just me and my husband just trying to give them what we didn't have, which yeah. she saw was the most important out of a child's mouth, right? Like she saw, I don't need all that stuff. That's fine. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 I asked for it. Sure. But I need you. Mm-hmm. I need you to be fully present. And yeah. that was a check to my spirit, you know, yeah. like on many levels. And in that moment, of course, as a black mama, like, who are you talking to? Mm. Like, what? Excuse you? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, yeah, I yeah, do? Yeah. you know what I do for <laughs> you? <laughs> but I caught myself and I listened. Because yeah. mm. fortunately, being trained as a clinician, there was like some snapback to reality. Like, okay, this is not a mama moment. This is a, a true listening moment. So you can be the mother and not be the authority in that way. And that mm-hmm. shifted everything. I'm stubborn. So it took a while for me to implement the shift, right? Like, I would love to say like that next morning. <laughs> that's not how that happened. Like mm-hmm. every good ambitious woman, I signed her up for more stuff. Um, and then I slowly <laughs> came to myself for the very example that you gave. Like sometimes we're just, we're human and we're mm-hmm. trying to help God help us, which isn't necessarily what we need to do in that way. Um, and I was trying to help God help us. Like, let me, let me mm. help you out. I'm going to put her in these five things, put him in these three more things and do all the things. And then everything with alignment. That, that's not what I asked you to do, Nikita. Daughter, sit down, be present. That's beautiful. Pay attention. That is beautiful. Right. I, you know, that is so common in us as moms because mm-hmm. we try to do everything for them, yes. drive them everywhere. And I just, I tell this to people because they're like, oh, I'm not a good mom. You know, I do all these things. And I'm like, listen, I want to tell you that I have to tell you this. This is really important. I homeschool like literally with my kids 24 hours a day. They're always next to me. They just like to hang out with me. <laughs> but there were moments during that time that they say, mom, I just want to hang out with you. I just want to spend time with you. And I'm like, my gosh, we're together all the time. Mm -hmm. And it took many, 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 many years to realize just like what you're saying. When you're, when when I was homeschooling them, I was cooking, I was cleaning, I was taking care of babies. I wasn't present, if that makes sense. I was in the room with them, Yes, but I actually wasn't present. I heard it many times over the years that I'm like, I don't understand. It took many years for me to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And I, I, the kids like literally to sit down with them and just have them tell you something and just don't give them a response. 
Don't try to fix the problem. Mm. Don't try and and solve it for them. Yeah. They just want to be able to talk without a response sometimes. And that true listening, we we don't like I said earlier, we don't we're not taught that. Our our kids are used to if they say something, we take care of it. We fix it. Oh, you need another activity. You need to do this. Oh, you want to hang out with your friends. They literally just want our attention and yes. our time and they need to be listened. They need to be heard. And that is very unusual nowadays. And so I always encourage moms, I'm, you know, you're with your kids, whether you see them 10 minutes a day or 24 hours a day, just ask them a question and let them talk. Yeah. Like don't interrupt. Don't try to put more words in their mouth. Don't, don't say anything. Don't think about something. Don't be on the phone. Just literally look into their eyes and look at their mannerisms, their body language, because that tells so much. They just need to be heard. And the same thing with our husbands. We do that with our husbands all the time. I try to fix my husband's problem. He called me the other morning. I come into his office and he's telling me something. I'm like, oh, here's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And I can see his face. And I'm like, do you know, did you just need to talk to me? Or did you just want to like tell me what was going on? Or mm -hmm. did you need a solution? Mm -hmm. I said, and he said, no, I really just need to talk. And yeah. I'm like, okay. And it, you know, obviously the, a lot of women that I know, and I know that you're similar, we have a solution. We can fix it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> but it takes a lot of effort to just back off and be quiet. And sometimes our husbands need that too. Yes. And it's a good question to ask. Are you looking for a solution or do you just need to be heard? Yeah, I love that. That's a powerful, powerful question. Um, and one we're going to make sure that we include in the show notes because we want mm. every single human that's listening to this. If you are in relationship with anyone and I don't just mean romantically, like that's a yeah. question that you can like literally enhance your relationship with your siblings or with yes, your favorite I ask my cousin brother that all the time, hundred yep. percent. Yeah, and we want people to use it. You know, do you need a solution or do you just want a space to share? Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. some version of that. I think that's really powerful. Julia, I could talk to you all day. We are kindred spirits. We have so much in common, probably more than the, the people that are listening to this even need to know about <laughs> on so many levels. <laughs> I have to ask you, how can people connect with you and get more of you? You can always email me, old-fashioned email at Julia, juliabarbaro at gmail.com. You, you can look at our website at juliaandgino.com or jakeandgino.com. You can check out our podcast. You can also check out our books on Amazon and also on the juliaandgino.com. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all of it. <laughs> she said, I'm in all the places. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. And a small plug, because I alluded to it in the introduction, we do have some cannolis that exploded. Do you want to take a minute and share what that is about? Yes. My uh, my husband and I, you know, he's doing real estate work and all that. And I said, we're about the kids. I'm like, we got to have a kid's book. <laughs> so mm -hmm. we do have two books. One is Cannoli's Exploded. One is the Gelato Blast. We're coming out with a new one coming up, uh, Pizza with a Purpose. But right <laughs> now we have, it's Cannoli's Exploded is basically about three characters. They go through a difficult moment and they all have different responses. And one of them, you know, Pity Party Pig, obviously throws a pity party. Uh, responsible Rhino is responsible. He gets his resume together, trying to find another job. And Creative Caterpillar is, you know, creative. And so he looks at it kind of outside the box. And it's just a book for children, for us as parents to talk to our kids about responsibility. And something bad happens, we have to sit back and take a minute and just look at what our options are. Because sometimes, you know, we, we might have to look outside the box a little bit. 
So it's, it's a, it's a good book for parents to read with the kids and a lot of questions at the end. No, I love this. I'll be definitely, we are nerds up in this house and we have a four and five-year-old newly turned, like literally just last week, four and five-year-old grandbabies from mm-hmm. our lovely oldest child who discovered he was sexy and cute about six years before they were born. So mm-hmm. there, there's a timestamp on that. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we will definitely get this and add to their story time. I appreciate you and you taking out time away from your man and your business and your clients and your community and all the great things that you're doing in the world to share with us a little bit about your truth on the BBP. Thank you. Thank you. It was a great podcast. So good to talk to you. Thank you. Balance Bowley listeners, I told you we were not playing any games in 2023, bringing you people with real stories, real lives, real supportive guidance and information just by the nuggets of their truth of who they are. So I ask you to do two things every single week, and this is no different. One, just sit with yourself in your body for a moment. And think of at least one person that you know, maybe it's a couple that works together, a couple that's thinking about working together, uh, a parent who is trying to figure out what they can do differently to support or lean into more trust with their forever lover. Just think of one person and share this episode with them. No explanation. Hey, hold this, heard this dope interview. You should listen to it too. That's all you need to say. Just share because sharing is caring and you can really support someone in such a deep place in a powerful way by doing that one thing. Second, I want you to enjoy the balance of your day, but do it boldly. 